What's up, everyone? Welcome back to our Eight Dimensions of Wellness podcast series. I'm your host, Gabriel, and today we're going to be talking about occupational wellness. Check it out. Before we dive into it, let's talk about what occupational wellness means. SAMHSA describes occupational wellness as participating in activities that provide meaning and purpose and reflect personal values, interests, and beliefs, including employment. Now our next guest strives to excel in all eight dimensions of wellness, but she has a pretty cool story in regards to occupational wellness. Meet Beth Medved Waller. Now there's so much to say about Beth. She's a realtor from Front Royal, Virginia, and she's been recognized regionally and nationally as the number one realtor in Warren County for over a decade. She's run her own real estate brokerage firm. She's received awards for her philanthropy. She started her own charities, and she's no stranger to the camera since she runs her own eclectic YouTube channel. To be honest, I had trouble condensing her bio because she's done so much, but I'll let her tell you a little bit more about that. All right, hello, I'm here hello. with Beth Medved Waller. Did I say that correctly? You did, you did. Awesome. So we're going to be talking about occupational wellness. Um, and that's basically just about making sure that you're leading a fulfilling uh, life in your career, uh, making sure that you have a, a work-life balance, um, and just making sure you're pursuing whatever professional goals you might have. And this is our first time meeting, um, and you were a reference, but just reading your bio and then talking to you, and then just hearing what everyone else had to say about you, I must say that your your reputation precedes oh you for gosh. sure. So um, it's a pleasure Thank to finally you. sit down. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love the work that you and your organizations are doing. I'm awesome. Just happy to support that any way I can. Cool. Well, let's get into it. So why don't you explain to everyone sort of what you do now, and then we'll talk about how you got into it, and we'll try to make sure we hit all the, the stops along the way if we can. But yeah, so what, what are you up to now? Okay, so I started out in real estate about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years in my 20th year now. And um, I was able to early on position real estate to be uh, a career that enabled me to really ha create the life that I wanted to live and to give back to the community um, as a thanks to like all the many blessings I received from this community. I was born and raised here. Nice. And went away to college and came back to start my family and my kids. Um, my son's a freshman in college and my daughter's graduating from high school this year mm. in a few months. So it's hard to believe, but um, I really am so grateful for my career and my clients and the word of mouth referrals and the, the fellow colleagues. You know, it's been just quite a blessing. and. All the the way through my career, I mean, it's been you know blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. lots of hard work and paying your dues. But I'm at the point now where I've been able to um, transition. You know, I, I went through. I got I was super busy working like 12, 14 hour days. Like felt like I like would close my eyes and like when I pictured my life, it was me in this like black abyss of an ocean with chains on me. Like that's mm. literally how I felt for like a decade, working so hard, but loving it and like on the outside, like having this great, amazing life. But I just felt really chained in by um, my busy career and whatever. So a lot of transitions um, in my life since that time um, that now I feel like, I close my eyes and I feel like a butterfly. Like it's, it's so amazing, yeah. the contrast. Um, then it didn't come overnight. So I, I like to encourage people, like if you're happy in your job, fantastic. You can probably be happier and to keep working towards that. If you're not, it takes effort, but it's worth it. 
you yeah. know, to, to make the changes that you get to have the opportunity to make if you choose to. And that's the biggest, biggest thing that I think I've learned through these years of transitioning that vision of my life yeah. to now feeling like a butterfly. I've never said that before. It kind of came out, but it's like, um, it's a choice. Like yeah. we have a choice. Like everybody has to find a way to make money. Most people at mm-hmm. least don't, aren't inherently wealthy or have an income coming in from something that they don't have to go out and actively generate. Yeah. But we get to choose, um, you know, our attitude in doing that and how we can craft it to make the best of it. You know, I, I've been very fortunate that the career I chose that I was like, divinely guided to choose and a beautiful story is one that I have a lot of flexibility and can make my own schedule and kind of craft it to be what I want it to be but there are a lot of people that don't have that flexibility you know they they have to clock in or they you know have two weeks vacation or whatever and that's all fine too it's all about like your attitude and how you can work with the situation that you're in to make it work for you Hmm. and to not um you know live to work but work work to live or whatever the one is that you we know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah that's what i've been able to do so i got i was super busy so i started to have like a buyer's agent help me and then i got a team and mm. then somebody had this great idea to open up my own real estate company which i never thought was anything i wanted to do but i was really desperate to try to find a way to have time to enjoy life right yeah um, so I did that and so grateful for that experience that taught me I do not want to run a real estate company. I love like talking to people and going to tour the houses and I just didn't like the feeling of pulling up, pull, seeing by, pulling by a house, seeing my, my sign there of my name and I hadn't been in the house. Yeah. Like it just didn't settle well with me. And I have mm. a certain way I do things that is a little bit unique from I think any other realtor which has um, led to a lot of great success but it's also, it's just such a personal thing. Every house, I can't really train people how to do it the way I do it. Yeah. It's just, I really feel like it's just something that's just inherent. It's like you're a musician, right? Like mm-hmm. you, it would be hard for you probably to teach somebody to, to make a song the way you make it and to like the song because you would want to make the song, right? When you put it in those terms, like I completely understand that. You see? Yeah. yeah. It's just really hard. They're like, not going to be able to show the house how you show right, it. Exactly. And it's uh, not that it's same. bad. It's not like other musicians just, yeah, are bad, like, like right? Yeah. They're people that are making great songs. But they're not your songs, right? Exactly. Like it's not your way, and you didn't have like the crafting of it, like yeah. like so. Um, so anyway, so as soon as I opened my real estate company, I kind of realized it wasn't like a good <laughs> thing to do for me. So um, I was having one of those days where I just was like, um, "How do I get out of this? I don't know what to do." I said a prayer. Mm-hmm. It's like at ten o'clock on a Tuesday or something. I'm like lay down I'm like oh my gosh I'm depressed they say you're depressed if you're laid down a bed <laughs> and um, I just said a prayer I was like I cannot figure this out please help me and I got a phone call and it was somebody um, long story short that led me to Keller Williams which is where I'm with now mm. been a fantastic fantastic transition I'm able to do what I wanted to do on such a greater level by having the support of such a large organization um, the autonomy to still be able to do my own thing um, and just also the North Virginia connection because yeah. my office is based in Manassas tons of Northern Virginia connections but yet I can also just work here and there's an office on Main Street now Um, so you get that Northern Virginia clientele but you get to stay the Northern Virginia like yeah to connection with the agents and the marketing there because so many people that live here live you know are from Northern Virginia yeah so it's just been fantastic so um, so now that I don't have my real estate company and I've got my business down to a point where I work with everybody um, directly and I have a transaction coordinator in Manassas in the office who's fantastic, who handles like my paperwork, like turning it in. Mm-hmm. But I get to do like full circle everything wow. myself again um, and on a level that I can handle. So yeah. it's re- and I have a network of other agents that I work with on different areas too. 
So it's just been fantastic. And because of that, I'm getting to answer your question of where I am now, maybe like 20 minutes later, um, I'm able to um, travel and participate in um, whatever I'm inspired to, to yeah. tackle next. So it's been random things. Like I would never have predicted it, like yeah. where my life has taken me. And we me. just talked about some of that stuff off camera and I'm super excited um, for you. And it's, I appreciate you being honest, you know, in the sense that a lot of times, you know, when you see people who are further along in their career, it's like seeing like someone do stand up comedy or a basketball like player. You think, oh, I could do that. They make it look so easy, but mm -hmm. you were just very candid about yeah. like the the trial and error that you yes, went through. Yes. But it sounds to me like the difference is that you are actually um, listening to you know how when when you feel stress or anxiety in that work life, you listen mm -hmm. to it. You know, you go, all right, I can pivot. I should just double down choice. on this. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's what I choice. appreciate in hearing all of that. Yeah. And it's not like it's it's not always easy, but you can always make the best of it. I have one of my favorite quotes. I don't even know who said it really. Um, it's always working out even when it isn't. Mm. And to like look at life that way. If you're not happy in a situation with your work or with your relationship or with anything in your life, you're coming up with this um, conflict for a reason. It's for your benefit. It's yeah. so that you can see that there is a choice to have something different show up. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to quit your job. You don't have to end your relationship. You don't have to like make drastic changes, but you can change in your in your mentality. And that's one thing I've been that I think is is the credit to my success is that I always try to like understand that everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. and we get to choose how we respond to it. Uh, and yes, you're gonna have bad days and you're gonna have great days it's and it's it's a balance but it takes those bad days and that conflict to make you realize that we all get to have the life we want yeah if we choose to fight for it right and it's it's one of those things that even just subtle little changes anything to like give you um a step in the direction of where you want to go i have a nonprofit called what matters um long story short i ended up um finding my way to uganda which had me create a nonprofit, um, and I named it after my favorite song, as we talked about a little earlier. Um, but it's like, what matters is your heart, is mm -hmm. what it's named, and that's so true. Like, we all inside of us have this intuition, have this like knowing, and I believe that it's God, it's the Holy Spirit, it's Jesus, it's your higher self that is guiding you on the path you path of least resistance in your life, right? Yeah. The path that can lead you where you want to go faster. But it's like any GPS, you have to have a coordinate in there. You can't just like, okay, I have GPS in my car. I'm famous for that. Yeah. I have GPS and I'm running, I'm driving around lost. My yeah. GPS on my phone and in my car, but I didn't put it in, so I'm like lost. Like, no, you put, you have to put in the GPS in your life. Yeah. Like, where do you want to go? And you have to make time to figure that out. So that's mm. what I've actually been doing the past few years. Um, I've kind of stepped back and doing um, different projects on different levels with my Rotary Club, um, doing some, um, still, uh, you know, had some projects launching in different places, but really trying to make time intentionally to figure out where do I want to go in my next chapter of my yeah. life with my kids going to college. And um, it's just so important to take the time to do that and to not just blame situations that aren't in your control. Like, oh, I'll be happy when I retire. I'll be happy when I go on vacation. Or I'll be happy when this person quits because I don't like them. I'll be happy when my my partner does this or whatever. It's like, no, you get to be happy now. Yeah. Like everything that we do in life and want in life is because we think we're going to be happier when we have it or we do it. So I've learned in mm. tons of self-development work. Like that's my passion. Like some people golf, some people make music or whatever. As we discussed, I'm trying to learn the bass. Yeah. And I would love to make music, but... 
my real passion is self-development and transformation and growth and reading books and going to events and doing training programs um, that just open my awareness to how I can be the most effective leader of my life. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to move on past. I feel like this gym that you just dropped it just okay. hit me. But you, you're so correct when I, when you said that. I looked at my life and I'm like, I'm always saying, oh, if this, if this could happen, if I could just do this, everything's gonna be good. I'm gonna be happier. I'll be doing like my life will be set up the way I want it finally. But you just said you got to find a way to be happy now. Right. Yeah, right. and that's. That, at least for me, speaking and, for myself, that's really important. I don't, I don't tell myself that a lot. Yeah, so. whatever it takes. And maybe, you, maybe it's go get yourself a drink at Starbucks, or like maybe it's you know take some time to make a, make a music. Like that, everything that we want is because we think we're going to be happier when we have it. Yeah. But here's the thing that we forget all the time, and I do ten times a day. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this now, but like let me hopefully. A lot of times I remember it. Thankfully, mm-hmm. we get to we get to do things that bring that happiness and that joy and and with us now and the happier we stay and the higher vibing we are mm. the more what we really want our big dreams can come to us right? because yeah. we don't have the resistance and that like feeling of like nobody can make you feel sad nobody can make you upset nobody can make you anything yeah. we have control of every single thought and every single feeling and yes we have defaults and I thought for a long time literally until the past few months like I thought well I'm just gonna have to deal with that that's just me that's just me. I'm just, I'm going to have to work my way around it mm-hmm. my whole life and it's okay. No, you get to choose how you respond to situations, even if you don't feel like it. And that's a big thing. One of the things I recently did was I stopped snoozing. Mm-hmm. I stopped snoozing. On your in, phone? No, no. Well, I still snooze my alarm. Oh, I phone, don't. <laughs> but that could be a next step. Thank okay. you. That's going to be my next thing. I can stop snoozing on my phone. I like it. That's a universe being like, well, you actually do snooze the, a lot. I snoozed this morning, so I'm yeah. guilty. Yeah, my phone, like my phone, like for alarms, appointments, and like do I have? I set alarms to do things on my phone, and I snooze them. Okay. But I don't snooze in the morning. Okay. <laughs> um. And it was something I've been trying not to do, like my whole life. Mm. But I just love being in bed because, like, by the time I once I put my feet on the ground, it's like go, 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 go. I'm like, I don't stop until like I'm done. So I'm just love laying in bed, and I just would snooze sometimes for hours. And I tried mm. all the tricks. I read all the books, high five habit. Like I did everything, and it nothing ever worked. Nothing yeah. ever worked. Um, but I've just stopped snoozing, and that has like made me feel so good about myself. That I don't do that anymore. I'm having more energy because that snoozing sleep isn't good anyway. Yeah. It's so not it's like helpful. It's you're not right. in the REM anymore or anything. Yeah, exactly. So you pick your and yeah, according to I have a ring that tells me my sleep. So yeah, it was terrible. So you pick something that you pick like one thing, right? And you don't like what I'm famous for, like in my work life balance and whatever, is like I'm like, okay, I want to do this, this, and this. I want so I pick like twenty things that yeah. I'm gonna do this month or this year, New Year's resolution. It's and then you just fail right because you can't it's impossible right so here's what we get to do we get to set ourselves up to win yeah we get to set ourselves up to succeed and set reasonable goals because you're picking one at a time and then you feel good that you were able to do that instead of you set seven and you didn't achieve any of them and now you feel even worse about yourself yeah i have to remind myself and do that as well because you sometimes you have such great ambitions. You go, well, the only way I could do it is if I do all these things. Right. Um, and then if those things don't work out, it's like, it just, it, you're even more down than you were before because right. you feel right. like more we of just a failure. Keep, we just, we like, it's just this thing. Like our, our mind is like just everything that we feel is like set out to protect us. Right. You know, yeah. like we tell ourselves these stories or whatever, but really 
it just makes us a lot of times miserable because we just, and here's this other thing that's like a, a principle that I have that I invite people to really consider. Like we tell stories all day long about everything, right? I've told myself a story about you. I've told myself a story about the client I just met earlier. Like we tell ourselves stories. So one of my tricks or whatever is I tell myself stories that are that work for me. Mm-hmm. And if I find myself telling myself a story about a situation, oh, they must not like me or this isn't going to go well or whatever, I switch it. Like we get to pick the stories that we make up about everything because we're making up stories all day long. Yeah. And I just have a really good imagination. So I make up amazing stories, like amazing things are going to happen. And then they do. <laughs> wow. It, it seems it's like really that powerful. your thing right now is perspective mm-hmm. and making sure that you switch your attitude and mentality. Yes. Um, and awareness. Like that is so key. Like so many times we go through our days, we go through our work, we get up, we do the same routine over and over again. And maybe some things aren't effective, aren't working for us, but we just do it. And we don't even know that we actually don't have to. Yeah. Right? So if you can just be aware of how you're go- like, watch yourself through the day, watch your mind, watch your thoughts, watch your attitude, watch your spirit. And use tools that you can find you know i've got tons of tools from all my self-development you know work that i've done but we all have tools and we talked about one earlier music yeah is such a huge tool it's a big tool like that has literally been the guiding light of my entire life mm-hmm. like you're in a bad mood you need to be inspired play a song it gets you pumped up like yes. whatever mood you're in like what i mood can you attest to feel, this her, play a song. her alexa is on max volume so i know she's in here dancing by herself yeah on blast it happens <laughs> quite often um, but yeah, you just like, you're tired, you're upset about something, something's not going well on the computer, you're, you're, you're not inspired, dance. Like yeah. I run too. I'm a, a runner and I, I'm a, I guess it's called jogging. I don't really, I'm not like a sprinter. I don't do like marathons or anything, but I have a treadmill in my basement. Mm. And so most mornings I start out with, um, running for 20 minutes and I listen to music or I listen to a podcast or something inspirational and I just set myself up for the day to win because yeah. you like and that's what I encourage people to do set yourself up for a win early on and working out right? is a good one because if all else fails throughout the day you got one thing accomplished right. and you're not waiting oh after work I'm going to go work out and I'm yeah. tired no blah, blah, blah. at least you did one and thing and I guess that could be anything for anybody exactly if whatever you, that so is you would journal right read the bible yeah. journal like you know make a phone call to your family or something like Something that will make you feel like, I just won. I just did something good. Yeah. And then you build on that momentum all day long. And you'll be amazed at what you do. 100%. Amazed. Amazed. I have this other thing that I do after my run. And I call it medicizing. So it's like a combination of like meditating and exercising. I made, I made up this name. And basically what I do is I play a song. Like you pick whatever song you want. I have a certain song I play. And I <laughs> close my eyes. And I like, like jump and dance. And I like... Um, like say kind of like say my prayers like Mm -hmm. right so i'm like i like call out to god and jesus and like i have certain saints that are my favorite i'm not catholic but i love saints okay (laughs) and like my guardian angel and i just um, my grandparents who are on the other side Mm -hmm. like i just like connect with them in the morning and i'm just like hey be with me today and like um guide me and i i ask the world of spirit that i believe like when people die they don't go anywhere they're here Mm -hmm. but we don't know they're here and they can't really show their their presence unless we start acknowledging them and really having faith that they are here to help us. So yeah. I believe that there's so much more than what we see. Like this is nothing. Like this is nothing. The forces of the universe and God and everything are so much greater. So I connect in the, in the morning. And I'm like, okay, be, have, be with me during my day and like, you know, um, bless me and like ha- and send people to me that I can bless. And, and I do this thing. And then um, I like pray for all my friends and family. I have this whole thing I go through. 
and then um, I see what I'm inspired to do. And usually during that time, I'm inspired to do something. I'm inspired to text somebody, sorry to call somebody. I'm inspired to like do something. Mm-hmm. Like something comes in my head, and so I, I try to do, actually do that because I feel like that's like guidance. Um, and so I just start my day like trying to connect to the greater uh, world that we can't actually see, and that really also just pumps you up. Yeah, it's like a really easy good thing to do. You don't need a treadmill for that. You know, just jump around and dance to a, your favorite song and like be grateful. I think that that is also like a like talking about attitude, like mm-hmm. to be in a constant state of gratitude. Then your day can't be bad. Like you cannot be stressed and grateful at the same time. That's like think true. about it. you cannot be like anxious and mad and grateful at the same time. Especially we just acknowledge like all the privileges that we have, living where we live, exactly. in the country that we live even our health, things like that. And if you guys have noticed, we're talking about occupational wellness, but Beth is also very rich in spiritual wellness, which is one of our other- It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because you're very, I know you probably won't say, but you're very successful in your specific career. But the things that we've talked about that you're saying that have made you successful, it's funny because it's not, you're not giving us, you know, work tips you're giving us broad tips that could work for anybody in any profession mm-hmm. um and i think that's really cool because it's not like hey you need to be at work at this time and you need to make sure that these are your professionals it's like no no no. if you if, if you can we we said earlier off camera that if your house is not in order if yourself mm-hmm. is if you're not in order with yourself you can't be successful right. and you can't change the world in ways you want mm-hmm. so you kind of got to start here first and then expand outward i think yeah that's what we talked about yeah it's true and also like Think outside the box. Like, that's a big thing for me, too. So, yes, maybe, like, like I was, I'm was, i so beneficial. I'm so lucky to have this career where I, I can make my own hours and that sort of most of the time. People that aren't, right, that, that you think outside the box, what could you shift? Like, and what's possible? Like, I like to live in a constant state of what's possible. Yeah. Like, yes, there are rules. Like, you have to clock. You said what time you go clock into work, blah, blah, blah. Could you go in later? Would that be, would you be more effective if you asked to change your hours? Maybe they say yes. Like yeah. weird, like things that you think aren't possible. Like be in that constant state of what is possible, and you'll be amazed to think. And you might find some like little tidbit of something that can make your work life balance a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Of something that you don't know. Um, I just finished this training, this amazing transformational training, and it talks about there are things that you know, which is just like a small thing, right? There are things you know you don't know. Like we were talking, I'm trying to learn to play bass. Mm-hmm. I, I can read the tabs, but I just don't, I just can't seem to like remember the <laughs> whatever. So I know I don't know that. But then what what the most amazing future lies in, if, if you start to expand to like what you don't even know you don't know, mm-hmm. right? And you stay in that possibility and you look at every situation in, in life and you try to, again, tell the story that's going to be effective and have the attitude that's going to, to get you to where you're going to feel happy, even in a stressful situation, to somehow shift and to look at the possibilities of, of opportunity beyond your wildest dreams in any, any different subject. And just change, again, it's all about attitude. So would I be wrong to say you probably have been an introverted and probably fearless person for a large majority of your life it seems like it's kind of the essence of who you are did you come to that like introvert or extroverted extrovert I should say. so it's like i i actually like or I should, probably more I, I won't say introvert or extrovert mm-hmm. you seem brave and fearless i guess i'm trying to get at it like were you always this way and if not what advice would you have for someone who's like kind of timid in 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 in, in, in fear of making the steps that they need 
to make personally and then therefore professionally? Mm-hmm. You know, what advice would you give? Right. Um, or is that something innate that you don't really know how to quantify? No, like you just do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> like you do it scared. Like you jump anyway. Like oh. you just, and again, it's following your heart. That's why my nonprofit is what manages your heart. We all know what is best for us and what we think we probably, what decision we should probably make. Now, I'm the first one to not make those decisions half mm. the time. Like, But I know most times when I'm doing something, this might not end well. Or this might not be the best thing to do right now. But sometimes I do it anyway. Like yeah. we all do, right? But here's the thing that to remember in that we have a choice, right? And like if sometimes we actually also know, if, you know what, this would be really good for me. I don't want to do it. Like I don't want to do it. It's simple as drinking eight ounces of eight glasses of water a day, right? Yeah. I don't do that half the time. I'll get on a spell and I'm like, it's freaking easy. <laughs> water is free. Yeah. You know, I especially love to drink water because I've done some work in Uganda where water is a luxury for a yeah. lot of people. So I totally treasure water and shame on me for not drinking eight ounces of water a day when I can just go to the sink and get it. Like shame on me, really. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I know it's good for you. It's good for your skin. It's good for your body. It's everything. But I still don't do it. But we, I can choose to like, I don't feel like it sometimes. I don't feel like getting up from my desk. And but here's the thing that everybody gets to realize. And I get to like be reminded to myself of this. We get to choose what we do. Yeah. Even if we don't feel like it. And that's kind of something new that I've actually realized. Like, I just thought everybody feels like doing all these things, right? They must feel like it. You, you're doing this amazing podcast. I wanted to do a podcast, but... I don't because I like you, you, it must be easy. No, it's not easy. I saw you set up for like an hour, you know, like you had to drive here an hour. Like it's not easy. You choose to do it. Mm -hmm. If you waited till you felt like it, you might not do it. So that's like this big thing. Like you can't wait till you feel like doing something or you're motivated. You kind of just got to do it. You just do it. But there also is a balance because you don't do something that pushes against something, right? Because Mm -hmm. I firmly believe, and when you take action, it gets to be inspired action and not just because you have to do it. Yeah. Because it's going to come from a totally different place when you are inspired to do something. And that's what I think the key is in my life. Am I fearless? No. I have the worst, I've struggled with the worst, worst um, self esteem and self confidence, believe yeah. it or not. Like, struggle with it. Like, not feeling enough, not feeling worthy, feeling like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do in this world, that God created me to do something. And am I stepping into my doing enough? Like, pushing myself my whole entire life. So, a lot of my success is is actually based on of fear, fear mm. of not being enough. Like, literally. It's worked out well for me because I have on paper a very successful life. But inside, I've just recently made it made a shift in realizing, okay, like I'm enough just being me. Yeah. Like and that's enough, and so is everybody, and everybody is perfect and whole and complete just as they are, even when they're not doing they're doing things that don't seem like they're perfect. <laughs> like it's all fine, it's all a part of it, and it's all it's all set up. What we talked about this earlier, so I kind of want to get back into it. Um, what what sort of what's your mindset now? Because I suffer from the same things. You talked about Uganda. Um, and some of the work you've done there in the past, it's like a lot of times I have these personal and professional goals that um, I like put a lot of pressure on myself with. And then sometimes I experience guilt because I go, look at all the stuff you have. Look at all the resources you have. You have this laptop. You have, you know, all this equipment. You have this job. Like, how come you're not where you would want to be in your mind? You're too lazy. Would someone else who has less be doing more than you? Are you even doing, are you giving back enough? Like, those yeah, weird thoughts eat yeah. me up too. So, mm-hmm. were you have you are you saying that recently you've kind of come to yes. peace with that? And yes. what would be your advice? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, 
obviously that still happens and they still sneak in. And that's the thing, we all have our default, right? Our default, like, you know, you know from all your work, like when you're a kid, things happen to you. You can have the best parents in the world, but something happens or an experience happens and you form these beliefs mm-hmm. um, that you think this is how the world works or whatever. And, and a lot of it is like, then you like just being your own most evil, you know, we're, we wouldn't say to other people half the things we say to ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't know if that sounds like you, you can no, agree with that. I, I agree. The you would I, never tell the, me the judgment I what you told yourself on yeah. the way in to drive here to meet me. Like, yeah. and I would never tell you like, <laughs> but I think the the key is just really, really. And it's so hard for me. But you really have to just trust and release the control and just trust and trust that we are not so powerful that we can make a mistake that is is so wrong that it's going to mess up everything. That if whatever happens, even if it turns out not great, it was all a part of of your path and you Mm. you can take a lesson from it, right? Like there's no failure unless there's just no lesson that you take away from it, right? And, and I believe that everything that happens happens to the good of us or someone else, even with it, when it doesn't feel like it. Um, and I guess, it, I think just trusting is, is the biggest key. You just trust that you're gonna get inspired to do these things that you're beating yourself and feeling guilty, guilty about at the right time. Like how many times in your life have something worked out that you're like, I didn't do that, and now I know why I didn't do it then because it wouldn't have been right, but I did it then, it was better. Like, so if we can just give ourselves some grace and be like, huh, interesting, because because I have proof, and I know you do too, that eventually you are going to make that choice that you're going to do. I'm going to give you an example. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be vague. Just this morning, I go to a listing appointment, and I ask them, I like to ask, wait, may I ask why you called me? Like, he's, they're like, well, we've been praying about the best realtor to, to have to help us, and we, we didn't really know you. We didn't know anything, but... We actually were like, um, a couple things happened and the most recent one that really made us decide was we saw this video that you did on the Royal Examiner about, and we saw, it was like, oh, she does videos, she looks like a nice person, let's call her. Well, let me tell you the background of that video. I had kind of stopped doing house videos because they were selling so fast, I wasn't having, I didn't need to, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's this house that just wasn't selling, I couldn't figure out why it wasn't selling. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, we would almost get offers in all day long, and I knew there was a reason. I'm sorry, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, so there was this house that just wasn't selling. Didn't make any sense. I knew there was a reason. And I, because I, I trust, right? I didn't freak out, but I'm like, what is it? Like, I can't figure out why this house isn't selling. Then I realized I get to do a video. I need to do a video on this house. I'm going to mm. go do a video on this house. And I put it off. And then it still wasn't selling. I was like, but I was like, I think it's because I, I need to do a video. Like, I don't know why, but I need to do a video. I did the video. Do you know why they called me? Because of the video. And it's a really great listing. A really great listing. Why do they call you? Because they saw the video. Yeah. yeah. So, so just, like that you, house wasn't selling. I was to frustrated. What you felt needed to happen, and I didn't do it for like a month. Oh, okay. like I really could have, <laughs> could have. That house so... would have sold faster, and that seller would have been happier. You know, maybe yeah. for more money if I had listened to my gut and done that video. But I was yeah. like, nobody really cares about a video. Like, what's the point? Like, it's all the pictures are online. It's just me going around and around. Like, who wants to see me? Whatever. And I hadn't done one in a while, so it like felt weird. Like, yeah. Because since COVID, I kind of stopped because you couldn't like meet with people to do videos and. So it was just kind of like, ah, I just wasn't doing it, right? So, so the, the moral of the story is, probably would have sold faster, maybe if for more would. money, if I'd have done it when I first got inspired to do it, but I didn't do it. And guess what? I finally did. I finally was like, I know that I have to do this video. And I didn't actually, like it wasn't because I know that, you know, somebody's gonna call me from it later. Like, but that's how it worked out. And that's why I had to do the video. Because if I hadn't done the video, 
they might not have called me and then this wouldn't have happened and this wouldn't have happened and this wouldn't have, like the trickle down effect, right? So yeah. the key is to trust yourself. Trust yourself. And trust God and divine timing or whatever you call the higher nature of everything that's really running the ship that we think is earth or whatever. Yeah. Is to trust and to not beat yourself up when you're not inspired. Also, though, you get to be your word, right? Like, if you say you're going to do this by a deadline, you know, meet the deadline or renegotiate and say, you know what? I was really stressed today. I know I told you I'd have this thing by Thursday. Can we push it to, like, Monday so I can have the weekend to really, like, you know, like, so renegotiate with the with your agreements. And that's one of my, the four agreements is a beautiful book. And it talks about the, the things that, that, you know, lead to a, a fantastic life. And one of them is be your word. Like, mm-hmm. if you say you're going to do something, do it. Like be your word and be on time, which I struggle with that so much. I'm still working on it. Like I was, I was a couple minutes late today too. I'm but, sorry. No, no, you're, you're fine. But see, you renegotiated, right? You yeah. told me. Like I wasn't like looking out. Like is he lost? I'm so worried. If yeah. you hadn't reached out, I would have been like, oh my gosh, he's probably in my brother's house down the road. Like oh no, no, you reached out and you told me when you were gonna be there, yeah. and so it was fine. Um, but I guess that's what like there is responsibility. So you can't just be like, I'm just gonna sit here on the couch and wait till I'm inspired. Yeah. Okay. To do the thing I'm gonna so that's do. That's the difference. Right? The know, difference you is you action. keep. You okay. go with like the flow of life. Like, okay, you, you find, like, you play the song, get pumped up. Okay, what do you feel like doing? You take one thing at a time. Okay. And it's going to lead you to that thing that you've maybe been putting off doing. Okay. Um, and I guess, yeah, trust yourself and, okay, ask yourself, like, pause and be like, okay, what, what do I do next? Like, which, which of my projects is important? Because here's the thing a lot of the things on our list that we think we're, we should do or feel guilty about doesn't really matter. Yeah. Nobody's worried about it but you. Yeah. Nobody's worried about me. Nobody notices that I don't do the videos anywhere. Like, right? Nobody, like, really? Like, because if I was supposed to do it, I'd be doing it. Yeah. Right? If you're, you're right. supposed to do that, you'd be doing it. Or something would happen to make you do it. Like, I didn't sell that house. I better do that video. Right? Yeah. So I was, like, forced to. So I believe that we get kind of forced to do something if we're, like, not doing what we're really supposed to do. Mm. And there's so many. And that's, like, my problem. It sounds like you're the same. You're a dreamer like me. Right? Oh. Like, we set these expectations and we set these goals and we're like, we think that we can do all these things. And a lot of times we set ourselves up for failure. I think so. I think that I, it's weird. Sometimes people will tell me like, oh, they'll tell me that they admire me in certain regards and I'm like sort of put off by it because, you know, I do a really bad thing of like, especially, you know, I go, oh, by the time I'm this age, just should have have happened. Mm. And I've been doing that and since, judging yourself. Yeah, since yeah. college, since I graduated college. And as an adult, it's been very not good, you yeah. know, especially professionally. Um, and then even and, personally. And what that's doing is preventing you from getting where you want to go. I think it is. Because it's just bringing you down. It is, yeah. You just get to trust that you are in this journey. And it's not the destination. It's yeah. the journey that matters. The journey is the destination. And if you can just accept that and realize that everything you are gathering every day that you don't reach your big goal that you want, you are gathering so many tidbits that it just makes it so priceless. There's this, um, this um, Abraham Hicks says this thing about that was really profound to me. Like you go on a cruise, right? You go to the cruise, you go to the boat, you don't get on the boat and then have them be like, go around like and then right back and dock where you came from like no you go out and you see and you explore and you go on the cruise and you just and then you come back to the dock like it's about the journey like it's it's like you, you have this buffet table you know your buffet of life right like you go to this buffet you can't eat all the food at once right you, you know what you're all right you're breaking down things for me sometimes right now like that was that um metaphor was so true it's like when you go right. on a cruise 
yeah, you might be going to Bermuda, but you're also having a week on the water, sure. and that's a part of it. Right. Yeah, I didn't. And think how about disappointing it. would it be if if you're like you're on the cruise and you're all already you're just, at Bermuda, yeah, Bermuda you're or you're so already right. back home and it's done? Like, yeah, okay. What is the fun in that? What is the fun if you go into a buffet and you just eat it all and you get so sick? Like, so if you're if you're you know trying to grow professionally or you're you're not where you want to be, mm-hmm. it's like what you're what we're trying to say right now is this is you know that's all a part of it. Exactly. It's a part of the journey. Look for the lesson. Well, the the journey is is a exactly. and yeah. just try to find a way to be happy with mm-hmm. what what is because then what can be can come to you quickly. Mm. Yeah, and I think I'd love to like make another point too. Like I've spent so many times or so many years um, of my life thinking, well, there's not time to do. Like it's selfish if I do things for me. Yeah. It's selfish if I take time to do this thing. Let me just. But I saw this thing on like somebody sent me this TikTok or something. This video it was so amazing. I can't even remember. It was a guest on Oprah, and she was saying that if you give from an empty cup and not a full cup, mm-hmm. you're making whoever you gave to a thief. Because you didn't have actually things to give. Because you weren't full yourself. And how dare we make these people in our lives thieves, right? Yeah. Like, we're make, we're, when we overgive, and like, like I, I want to give 100% all the time and like do my best, and I know you do too, but when we give like more than our best and sacrifice ourselves and martyr ourselves and then give from an empty cup, yeah, we're like making these people and these organizations and these goals like rob from us. And now it's not like a reciprocal exactly. relationship. It's kind of... Yeah, and, and they give. didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't they want wouldn't that. have asked you yeah. if you didn't have it. But you have to make that call yourself. Right, exactly. Get. You have to have boundaries with yourself. You have to make your yes as a hell yes and your mm-hmm. no as a hell no. Yeah. And we all know when we want to say yes and no. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we <laughs> say yes anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm famous for that, but I'm really trying to be more conscious of that these past years. Like, I'm committed to like following this path that I'm on in life, like this journey. Like, yeah. Um, and so to do that, you have to make the time to feed your soul, to do what you need to do, to be the best you. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the only thing we have to do in life is be ourselves. Now, and that's enough. You said something earlier, and I, I wanted to get back to it, uh, but it sort of, you know, sort of segues into... <laughs> Sorry. We should have had some of those mangoes. Um, one of the things that you said earlier was that you it seemed like you knew the way that you wanted to set up your life and like real estate was going to you know allow you to do that and how did you how did you know that's the way you wanted to live sort of that flexibility it seems like it would fit your personality like how did you come to that i um i know you said it was kind of divine but also how would you recommend other people possibly who are just getting started and don't know what move to make. Maybe they just graduated high school or college and they like they want to know, like, I want to make the right move because mm-hmm. this could be it. Like, right. what would you recommend and how did, how did it come? So, yeah. So, I have this thing. I, uh, my boat's called, its name is Accidentally On Purpose. Mm. So, think about it. Accidentally On Purpose. And that's how I've lived my life. Like, nothing was planned. Like, I'm the last person. I don't have goals. I don't have plans. But what I do have is a lot of faith, um, a lot of gratitude. And I really do try to listen to my intuition when it even tells me crazy things like that don't make sense to anybody else ever. And those are the times that have changed the trajectory of my life to get me to where I am now. Mm. And the time today and tomorrow that I do that and keep making that choice to follow what I really think I should do, even if it doesn't make sense, 
it always leads to the next step that does make sense. Okay. So if you're... So you don't have to know. I did not have any clue. You don't have clue. to know. Nobody would have... I mean, let me tell you this. When I was um, first a realtor and giving, giving back, I was like head of the Red Cross and United Way campaign chair. My platform was... I want to raise money and donate money to this cause and I will make sure it stays right here in Warren County where it belongs. Like, it will stay right here. I personally donated to, like, the United Way international or, like, national thing so that I can truly say, your money stays here. Mm-hmm. End up freaking going to Uganda. And now I'm like, we don't need money. We need money here. But I'm, I'm going to take money over here. Like, yeah. that is against everything I stood for for, like, a decade of believing that we need to protect our community here and build this up, which I still totally support and believe in. But I also believe now our brothers and sisters are everywhere. Our community is in Uganda. Mm -hmm. Our community is planet Earth. Our community is every single one. We are all in this together. So total shift, right? Like, so, and that's the thing I encourage people to to think to, like examine yourself, like examine your life, take time to be aware and not to put so much pressure on yourself if you make this decision you know, it's over, you know, like my daughter has a hard time picking out shoes. Like it's Mm -hmm. like a big thing. Like she cannot, so now she's trying to decide what college to go to and she is miserable, like not miserable, but she's like paralyzed. She doesn't, well, what if it's the wrong decision? Her her dad and I both transferred multiple times. Like, so you can transfer if it's not the right decision. So that's like, you take the action that seems inspired at the time, right? As long as it's inspired action, take that action, make that shift, like set that goal or whatever. Do it, and if it if it doesn't work out, you can make another decision, right? I guess so, that goes so, back to what you said earlier. Like a lot of the things that we stress about in life are not the end of the world. Right. What's the worst thing that would happen? She can transfer. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, the worst thing that would happen? And there's a reason why. Like, and again, if you just try to like before you just do something, make sure it's actually what you want to do, mm. right? And then just like look for the look for the signs. Like my kids always joke at me since they're little. Mom, it's a sign. Mom, it's a sign. And then they like laugh at me. But it's true. Yeah. There are signs. They're gonna start to see it at some point. There are signs. Yeah. And um, as we talked about, a lot of it comes through music. Like that song that you'll play, or mm. that thought that you'll have to reach out to somebody, and then that phone call. Like I mean, it's just a trickle down effect. And it just to to play with that game of life and watch watch how like observe how you are and what you're thinking. Yeah. And if the results aren't matching to what you want, know that you have the power to change something. Mm. So it sounds like you would give that same advice to someone who is further along in their career. Maybe they're not happy for whatever reason. Yes. It sounds like you're still saying like, hey, first of all, listen to yourself. Right. Keep your ears open. And then if there is, you know, think outside the box. Yes. And then if there's something that you find, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to go for it. Right. And do if it, it doesn't it, work, if you If you're scared, pivot. do it anyway. Like, yeah. If you don't know what, like, do it anyway. Like, we get to do it anyway. Yeah. And then we feel so good and just follow that flow and that momentum. Yeah. That we, nobody has power of us. No job has power of us. Nothing does. We think it all the time. I mean, again, I'm saying these things. It sounds like I've got it all figured out. But yeah. believe me, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with awareness comes choice, okay. right? With awareness comes choice. And we each... Every day we wake up and every moment we have a choice to shift something. It's easier said than done, right? Mm-hmm. But, but once you start doing it and playing with it, like, and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just playing with life. I'm like wanting to experience everything. Like, and I'm just like, okay, what do I, like, what? And just going with the flow and not being like this, 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 this. Um, and it's just been beautiful. And it's like magic. And that's yeah. like a big thing for me is like magic. Life is magic. Mm. 
if you choose to see it. It's all around us every day. But take the time to see it and notice it. And then you, it just brings more and more and more. I have two more things I want to share. If okay. I may. One is um, like two easy things I think we can all do that will really shift the trajectory of our days mm-hmm. and our lives potentially. To try to find gratitude whenever we can. Like no matter what's happening to you, what's going on, all of us have the power to remember something that we're thankful for or someone or an experience. To, so every time you like get in a bad mood or feel depressed, find something to be thankful for because you can't be like stressed and, and thankful at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. And that's going to help shift. Maybe play a song that makes you feel better. And then the second thing is to remember with ourselves and everyone else that we're all just doing the best we can. Hmm. Every single person. Even that person that yelled at you in the grocery store, that person that was so rude to you and didn't see you for what you're doing, like they're doing the best they can in that moment. They might not be showing up the best for you, but they're doing the best Best they can. Like even the people that struggle with addictions, like taking that drink or popping that pill or whatever, they're doing the best that they think they can in that moment. And that was a big shift in my life when I realized I am too, right? Mm. I might not meet all my goals or do everything I had set to do or like I might do something that I regret, but in that moment, I'm still, as long as you try to do your best Mm. and realize that everybody else is doing the best too and have grace and forgiveness for yourself and others and you set your life in that that constant spirit of gratitude and grace, then magic can unfold around you. Well, I can agree with that. Um, Those are two great things that I know I can implement in my life. And I really appreciate you dropping that knowledge for us. Um, And I hope you guys enjoy that as well. Um, So we'll see you guys next time.